Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Both Sides of the Bars. My name is Luke Wright. Luke motivates. Don't find an excuse. Find a way. And I'm here with my partners in crime. Patrick Foreman, Returning Citizen Magazine. Go ahead and ask the question and start the conversation today. Shalonda Rayner, here again. Oh my goodness, y'all. Y'all think y'all ready for today's discussion? This is a good one. This is a good one. I think I needed one too. Needed one? Um, so we're talking about a very serious issue and, and hopefully we can add some... Levity. Some levity to it. Some value to some va- you. Yeah, it's definitely going to be some value. Getting professional counseling and help when needed. Mm. Yeah. Don't be afraid to get it. And, you know, <laughs> a lot of times we joke about um, the African-American community on how we, we do things and what we do do and what we don't do. And I think for the African-American community, this is one thing that we, we need work on, mm-hmm. right? We oftentimes um, have family members and friends, especially family members, and we don't send them for, for, for professional help, right? They, we keep them down in the basement. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, we try to self-treat them. So, you know. Mm. We try to beat it out of them. Beat them out, you know. You don't yeah. need counseling, you, you need a whooping. Yeah. You know, or you have that, that family member that now stays down in the basement, mm-hmm. you know, or the family member that gets ostracized or the one that now stays here or there. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if uh, what you see a lot of times is that we, we train them how to condition themselves to act in society or in certain environments. So therefore what happens is uh, along the way they're growing but they're really just masking their issues mm-hmm. because they don't even understand what's going on just like you don't understand what's going on. So the issue <clears throat> is never really addressed. It is just really a mask. Something is put on, it's almost putting on a layer of clothes. Mm-hmm. So, okay, it's cold. So guess what? I need to put on you know, more layers so that I'm not cold again. Mm. Uh, it's hot outside. So I, I act this way. I take off more. But then you find out that you cold because you actually sick. Mm. And you're mm. not treating the sickness. Right. You're treating the symptom. Right. And you know what? I, I, I have found that a lot of people come to this assumption. And sometimes it's due to ignorance. I don't want to go to counseling. Because people that go to counseling or go to a therapist or a psychiatrist are crazy. Yeah, they get labeled. Yes. And then, of course, when we say ignorance, and I, and I have to do this because there's some people that take that word wrong. We speak of ignorance. We're speaking of not knowing. Right. We're not, not knowing. not using yes. ignorance as far as you're stupid. Mm-hmm. We're just saying there's certain things that some people aren't aware of. And it's, mm-hmm. sometimes as well in the Christian community, it could be perceived as, oh, well, you don't trust God. Mm-hmm. That's a, because you know, all you got to do yeah. is pray about it. Right. Take it to the Lord and leave it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's funny because, uh, and I'm going to take a small break right here to speak of uh, the coronavirus. And we, we, we were, uh, you know, at an event last night. And it's funny because... 
some people have made a statement, well, you know, all these people panicking, you know, well, is it that they don't trust God to keep them, you know, mm -hmm. safe and keep the coronavirus? But then I love what the pastor said. He said, hey, it's not that we don't have faith or that we are uh, don't trust God to keep us. Mm -hmm. He said, we're still understanding that we have full faith in God and belief and faith. And he's also given us common sense to be, to utilize precautions in certain situations and measures. So let's be mindful of what needs to, you know, happen with the washing of the hands, the, mm -hmm. you know, um, uh, avoiding the large crowds when needed or whatnot. But you still be safe. It has nothing to do with your faith level in God. It's just you've been smart and understanding that you're both spiritual and natural. And God, <clears throat> you know, if, if you're going on a Christian thing or what have you, if we think that we have value, then mm -hmm. why wouldn't doctors have value? Why wouldn't these people have value that have been put in our path to give us information on areas that we all might be ignorant in? I am not yeah. um very well versed on medical issues, but there are people that are. Mm -hmm. And for those of you that listened to some of our previous podcasts, my girls were on there and they were speaking about how they perceive being loved and, you know, what that means to them and things that, you know, I do or don't do and their father does or doesn't do that makes them feel good or what have you. And at one point, I want to say maybe about two months ago, they asked me, they said, mommy, can we go to a counselor? Mm. And I was very impressed that they would ask me that because there are very few young people at the age of 12 that would, that would even ask to go and see a counselor. And I said, okay, well, what do we want to go see the counselor for? And they said, well, we think, speaking about the two of them, that we need to communicate better as sisters. Mm, wow. I was blown away. Nice. Now, in my mind, <laughs> I'm thinking, y'all are 12. And yeah, I pay attention to them. I think that they are great girls. I think they communicate just fine. But their perception was that they needed assistance to communicate better. And I thought that was fabulous. So I call. I make an appointment. You know, thank God. You know, whoever you believe in, I have great insurance. <laughs> so again, I think about it. Sometimes it doesn't take much. So I paid a $30 copay. For them to go talk to someone and for that person to tell them what I had told them that no you're great and you know gave them some other tools if you think that this is what you need here's some things that you can try but I think that you girls are on a great path and one of the things that the therapist asked me when she asked me what I thought I said well I think they're fine I think they're doing great however my concern was I don't want them to come to me as mommy and say they they in their perception they need something and I take it upon myself to decide what they don't need, especially something mm. that was emotional mm. or mentally affecting them. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know how that's affecting them. I said, so my main concern was for them to say, I'm not going to do everything right. Mm -hmm. But I want my children to be able to say, my mommy tried. And if we told her we needed help, she if we asked for help, 
she went and got it. Mm-hmm. And I let them go two or three times. I waited for them. They made the decision. No, we think we're good. We don't need to come back. And I said, okay, well, whenever you decide if you want to come back, mm-hmm. then you can. But I let them make that decision. And I go see a therapist. I take medication on a daily basis. And I can tell when I'm not taking it. Sometimes I cry for no reason. Mm. And that's when I know I haven't taken it. I can get very overwhelmed. And if I look in the bottom of my purse and can't find my keys, I will have a complete meltdown. Mm. Wow. If I haven't taken my medication. And when I saw my therapist, and this might be true of some other people, you know, they would ask me, well, how do you feel today? Well, I have become accustomed to my depression being my normal. Right. So if you ask me how I felt, well, it's normal for me to cry three or four times a week. It's normal for me not to want to be around people. It's normal. That was my normal. But it isn't really normal. But it had become my norm. Mm. And so I started believing nothing was wrong with me. I'm just a bad person. I just don't like being around people. So maybe it's because I'm just not likable. And I started attributing all kind of negative connotations to why I was being distant and why people were being distant from me. I think that's, uh, I think a couple of things is important. Uh, One, what you said was the therapist added to what you had already, the foundation you had laid with your daughters. Because um, it's not uh, that we can solve everything. Sometimes we hit the mark. Sometimes we don't. Right. You know, they went to school for this. This is what they get paid to do. And they're going to see and pick up on some things that we might not see simply because uh, we might have those uh, glass eyes. You know, we mm-hmm. see them all the time. So to us, oh, she's normal. You know, our kids are, oh, he's normal. This is how he always act. Right. But then the therapist is looking at them and like, oh. That's not You normal. know, the, that's an indicator, you know, (laughs) this should be, you know, something you pick up as a warning, not a normal, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, it's good that one day wanted to go, you know, and it's good that you allowed the therapist to do their job to actually, you know, um, with no filters, you know, analyze them, and uh, actually, you know, give them feedback and some tools that they can utilize. Because that $30 that you invested in your kids, uh, it's going to go a long way. Because now they got stuff in their toolbox. Mm-hmm. One, their awareness has been raised. Right. And number two, they their understanding has also been raised. Because now, okay, when I see this, now I understand something I can utilize to bring the whatever level, if it's, say she gets mad, well, this helps me calm down, Mm -hmm. you know, or see the situation in another fashion, or this is how I can help my sister when she is this way, you know? So all of this is um, powerful. And all we're doing is we're trying to let you know that, Sometimes it's not, well, we won't say sometimes. It is not a bad thing to get a second opinion or just to get 
somebody who's non-biased to give you an honest, you know, assessment. Here's a here's something else I think we suffer from um, as individuals and also the African American community is we got this thing about we don't want people to know our business. Yes. Mm. Right. Um, so not only will we not share it with, or sometimes we will share it with friends, mm -hmm. but we won't take it to a professional. Right. If our children or us have a problem with our teeth, we'll spend $3,000 on braces. Uh, right? I just did it. <laughs> if we have a problem with our eyes, we will spend $300, dollars $500 on an eye exam, additional uh, glasses, bifocals, whatever it need be. Come through, Edna. Come through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. If there is uh, a problem with our feet, we will buy the appropriate insoles and, and shoes to take care of our feet. But we reluctantly will be reluctant to spend a dime <laughs> to even make a visit or appointment to see someone that see someone that we can talk to professionally about our, our mental issues. Yeah. You know, we, we trust a mechanic that dabble <laughs> in our car that's only worth thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars. Yes. Right? You trust a plumber that come around and charge mm -hmm. you eighty bucks an hour for a toilet that you can replace for maybe hundred and sixty dollars. And he show you the crack for free. Yeah. <laughs> show you crack for free. <laughs> <laughs> but our mental state, yes, which is priceless. Yeah. Sometimes we will only put in the hands of the church or ourselves and say, I'm going to turn to a Bible verse or um, I'm, I'm going to work on it. I'm going to pray on it. But we will never trust a professional, you know, say, hey, um, I, you know, and sometimes we just need someone to talk to. Yeah. Absolutely. To be heard. Right. And we talked about this in a previous one where I said, you know, you need a diverse group of people to talk to. If I talk to people that think like me, yes, then the people that think like me, if I think I don't need counseling, then I come around those people. They're all going to say, no, nah, you don't need that. Tell pastor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and a lot of us won't tell anybody in the church because we don't have bad experiences with church folks. Mm. Now, for me, and we're not going to get on the real, you know, religious tip, but for me, there's a difference between church folks and men and women of God. Church folks mm -hmm. cause a problem. <laughs> but I think like Luke was saying, you don't want to talk to your mom or your auntie that's going to also rationalize things that have happened. When I go talk to my therapist, if I want to talk about the things that my mother did or did not do or my father, those mm -hmm. things that are still hurting me at the age of 45. Right. I don't need my auntie to be talking to me so she could tell me what they were doing the best they could. Uh, you know, you only got one mama. Mm. So I don't, I don't need all that to make yeah. to guilt you into. Yeah. You shouldn't be hurt. Suck it up. Be quiet. Mm. And what the therapist does is sometimes it says, yeah, your pain is normal. And some of us need to know that it's okay to cry. Mm. You need to cry sometime. You need to cleanse sometime. Yes. It's normal to be angry. It's normal. And you need somebody to tell you that because for me, that was a problem. Because I'm thinking it's not normal. 
It must mean I'm not a good Christian. It must mean I'm not loving, loving God, right? Because I cannot forgive this abuse. I cannot forgive this. I cannot forgive that, which means I'm going to hell. Because mm. if you don't forgive, you know yeah. the cliches. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can't let it go, then it's really worse on you than it is the person because that person ain't worried about it, so you don't want to carry it around. Or like um, a, a pastor told me recently, well, if you don't forgive, then really it was like I don't have the right not to forgive because what the person did to me was a sin against God and not a sin against me. Mm. Therefore, I didn't really have the luxury of forgiving or not forgiving because it wasn't a sin against me. That forgiveness is reserved for God. So, oh, yeah, and I think that's so. Uh, that is where why we say go to professional. So let me so let me ask uh, the audience and both of you. Mm-hmm. If you go to a therapist or a psychiatrist, mm-hmm. does that mean that you don't have faith in God or yeah. your religion or your no. practice? No, because I think some people. Right. No, I, I it, what people fail to realize is that God. Because, and the reason I say that because some people say God answers all. Yes. All answers can be found in the Bible. Yes. Th- those type of maybe. Well, and, and that's where you have to understand. That's why they say um, you want to get under a good shepherd. Someone who really is going to feed you the proper guidance uh, from you know God. Because even as you read the Bible, God utilized many, many people. He didn't just utilize you know, himself to give the word, he sent messengers and he used uh, several different individuals. So who's to say he's not utilizing that therapist to help you? Matter of fact, how did you even get that therapist's name? Meaning God gave somebody else (laughs) the experience and the word and had your path cross so that in the conversation, guess what? Hey, you know what? I went and saw a therapist and here's who I saw and they were very good. Now, guess what? The seed has been planted. Mm-hmm. Now, it's still up to you to take that information that God has, you know, given to you because it's going to prick you if it's right. It's going to be like, oh, snap. Well, let me, you know, let me try. And you might go to that individual and guess what? They might say, hey, this is not my expert field. Or you know what? You should see this person. So now he's utilized that person to get you exactly to the person who can help you in that situation. For that season, lifetime, or even that moment. Mm-hmm. You don't know. But no, God uses, he, he uses all. To be mm-hmm. honest, he uses individuals, he'll use things, he'll use situations. Mm-hmm. So, no. Uh, that individual went through all that schooling, mm-hmm. went through all of their situations for that ordained moment, mm-hmm. to be honest. You might not have known it or seen it, but guess what? He had that person on a path, and now y'all crossing at the ordained moment in time when you need that individual to right. give you that assistance. 
And for those, we do have a myriad of listeners. Um, so not everybody believes in God. We have a lot of different um, religions that are present. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we might have Buddhism. We might have Wiccan. We might have um, Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witnesses, etc. Yeah. And so whatever it is that your belief system is, but there is a, everyone that's on this earth, I believe, has a reason right. based on you know, and we all have a right to however we believe that happens. But I do want to make sure that we're not excluding people by speaking right. solely about God. That's just our mm -hmm. faith. Right. But we do realize yeah. our listeners have different ones. Yeah, the, and we are, we definitely um, respect that too. Yes. Right. So the point is, just like if your leg was broken, you would go to the emergency room and trust that doctor in the emergency room to reset that leg, like Luke brought up. You know, mm -hmm. your teeth, your eyes. These are things, some of us are spending $60 every two weeks on getting our nails done. Right. But for your mental and emotional health, you're embarrassed to go spend Chick-fil-A money to go see a therapist? Yeah, Chick-fil-A is good, though. But, but you take your family, that's a good $30, $40. But, but you know what? <laughs> Sometimes the reason that we keep going back to Chick-fil-A, right? So, it's so good. It is good. But it's a temporary. Right? Fix. You know, we may we may use food. Yeah. We may mm. use other luxuries to cover up what the actual problem is. Right. And we talked about that in a podcast um, about 10 podcasts ago. Go back. Because we talked about how sometimes when we are have our baggage that we if we haven't dealt with, that's how we get into alcoholism. Mm -hmm. That's how we get into sex abuse. And like Luke is saying, that might be where we start doing drug abuse. Mm -hmm. Some of us, like me, I eat when I get upset. I like red velvet cupcakes. Oh, <laughs> red velvet is good. Cheesecake, I, cheesecake too. Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Ben and Jerry, I got some. I got some. I got some um, cherry Garcia in the freezer right now. Okay. Uh, yeah. Chunky monkey. Chunky monkey. <laughs> I like the pistachio too. I can't mess with you. Can't mess with pistachio. pistachio. No, no. So, but yeah. we come up with these vices, and this could be a whole different show because we could talk about for me and myself. I think especially with the black community, and I say the black community because when I was brought up, it was you better finish everything that's on your plate. Oh yeah. It did not matter if you were full. You were just going to eat everything that was on your plate. And nine times out of ten, we as children were not making our plate. Mm. So there was somebody putting all this food on the plate. Mm -hmm. And then you had to eat. If you didn't, some of us sat up overnight because you weren't leaving the table till you ate this food. And how that has manifested later in life is I don't eat and stop when I'm full or satisfied. I eat until the plate is done. Mm. Mm. And look how big some of the portions are. And that's the same thing with grief. That's the same reason why some of us are putting up with pain. I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I could be done with this situation or with this relationship, but, but it's still here. Clean. My plate ain't clean. clean. <laughs> so Ooh. I got to keep consuming. Oh, and check this out. The relationship doesn't make me feel good, but this Ben and Jerry's do. Right. Mm. Because remember, after I eat them lima beans, then I can have dessert. Oh. So it goes back to what I was saying earlier, remember? So now you're just masking yes. the situation, mm -hmm. you know? So it's it's like, okay, I'm cold now, yes. you know? 
So I'm putting on more layers. I'm mm-hmm. hot now. So I take off more layers. Right. And you haven't even looked at the weather to be like, man, it's 70 degrees outside. Why am I cold? Mm. You know? It, it, because your internal thermostat is different. You have a different facade depending on where you go. You're not even, because what the temperature is out to somebody else doesn't matter because my internal temperature is already set. So I have different faces. When I go out in public, I'm extra bubbly. When I get home, I don't like to talk to people. It's like my battery is, my battery is recharging. So people would think I'm an extrovert, but I'm not. I'm really an introvert, but I have accustomed myself, conditioned myself that this is the way that you're more palatable to people. Have you almost, you almost uh, medicated your own self? Yes. Yes, and I use laughter as a buffer. Laughter or jokes are my, uh, they're my defense mechanism. And I know that about myself. Mm. Mm. So when you're laughing, it's really not about the joke. Sometimes. Sometimes about the joke, but it's not all about the joke. It's not, it's not always. Mm. If I'm nervous and I'm in a situation, I have found that I can diffuse situations with, with, with jokes or what have you, and that will kind of take the pressure off. If I feel less than in a situation, well, then they're like, oh, but she's funny. It's, it's my defense mechanism. If I'm mm. scared, mm-hmm. it, it diffuses things for a minute until I can get away. It's like my smoke screen. You know what? I'm the same I, way. I, I have found that a lot of entertainers and comedians their um, talents have come from trying to diffuse family situations or dealing with other issues. Very painful things that they try to spin. Yeah. Exactly. So a lot of us out there, you may have found that, okay, you may have a kid that has become the comedian of the house Mm. and that helps diffuse things. You have some uh, kids that... um, they start to hone their skills in on art or or video games or some people will eat and then when they look in the mirror and says, okay, I don't look good, I don't feel good, mm. then they go back to eating. The food makes me feel um make, makes me feel better right. and then it's a two. But again, ladies and gentlemen, don't be afraid because of what other people will say. Right. Um, old tie beliefs that we we may have about psychiatrists, therapists, and people thinking you're crazy, don't lean on those beliefs and then end up hurting yourself more by not going to get help. Man. So what are we telling y'all? Go get help. Yeah, don't be afraid. Don't get Make that call. Yes, Make go that get call. your exams. Quit sitting here with high blood pressure and you don't know it. Or they tell you you just got to take this pill and you ain't taking it. And we got silent killers and and we're not addressing it. Because, oh, I don't want to hear what that doctor have to say. We're more afraid of going to the doctor than we are of possibly ending up in a pine box early and having our families crying over us. Mm -hmm. And, And a cry for help comes in different ways. Yeah. Some people... Uh, it may become physical. You have a heart attack. Yeah. You have a nervous breakdown. Some people, it may happen while they are on the road um, and they just crash into something and believe, okay, if I have this crash and I'm hurt bad enough, people will come to my aid and I will finally get some help and I'll get the break I will need. 
sometimes it may come out in an argument with a loved one. Yeah. And, and, you, and you just snap, you know. And that's that's the uh, the dangerous piece mm-hmm. is that uh, it can just get to a point where you just snap at work. Yeah, or and people don't know what. thoughts, and mm-hmm. we have people that are are taking their lives because it's like this pain is too much, and unfortunately, and we're hearing about it, you know, a lot recently, where it's like, oh, we didn't expect anything; they were so happy. No, 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 they weren't. They weren't happy. But it was enough to you that they smiled in your face. Mm-hmm. You didn't care to go deeper. So, <laughs> and before we go, Luke, tell them a story. We talked to the girls, and they were talking about how they perceive love. Mm-hmm. And Luke, you said a conversation came up in school with some of your students. Yeah, a uh, conversation with some of my students, and we, we were talking about emotion and um, how different students and cadet, cadets um, spoke to one another. Right. Um, and I said that you can't treat everybody the same way as as a leader. You may have one, you know, several leadership styles, but everybody responds in a different way. And one student started to talk about her parents and how her parents love and don't love her. And pretty much what she ended up saying was that she got tired of asking for the hugs and kisses and words of affirmation mm. from her parents. And so she said, I basically, I don't ask anymore. You know? So what happens to those kids that don't have the resources to, they don't have the insurance card. Right. Or they don't have the job, but they need the help. And they, they, they're depending on you. And they may only have the counselor at school to turn to. Yes. And it's... Or the boyfriend. It's unfortunate and because that young man or young lady turns into some of the men and women that you hear giving this podcast. Yeah, Or they turn into some of the men and women that we hear have taken their lives later on. Because they've gotten to a point. And, I mean, it, it's a good friend of uh, mine was laid to rest last week you know me and him we uh retired master sergeants uh we used to clown together and everything and we didn't think anything was going on you know a lot of times you know they're suffering in silence Mm -hmm. and you don't find out until the end and here's what i'll say i'm getting um it, it it's starting to get to me because it's, he's not the first you right. know this is like the fourth or fifth you know suicide that you know has been a person that I've known and it's like what's going on you know and and this is another reason why we really really wanted to do this podcast because we need to get the word out that don't be afraid to get the help that's needed. And and uh, I'm gonna put something out, you know, about my daughter, you know, and uh, I was so proud of her, you know, a couple of weeks ago. You know, she felt something was going wrong. She identified it and she self, 
you know, she she went and got self-help for it, you know? And, you know, the only thing that she didn't do, which had us all worried, was she didn't let us know. Mm. So we're looking for it, and this is something that you need to understand as parents or even loved ones. If somebody self-commit themselves in a hospital, well, it's all confidential. So the hospital does not have to tell you if they are there or not because she was she's not underage so right that's because so that's one mm -hmm. and for those of you because we've talked we're, we're, we've kind of we're going so and you know what's funny i was about to say we kind of went left but we didn't there's like patrick said before there's a time and a place and a reason for everything so we talk about going to get help in general help and if you think that you need and you don't have anybody to talk to there are there are help crisis lines where you can just talk to somebody sometimes it helps just to get it off your chest yes if um me personally i've been through this i've been through it i have attempted suicide um and so and i tell you that and i'm transparent with you about that because there's sometimes where you're listening to people and you're like but they don't know what they're talking about they don't know how it feels we know what you're going through. I have high yeah. blood pressure. I've been, I have been to therapists. I've been suicidal. I'm a disabled veteran. Some of our veterans here have seen war. Yeah. Trust us when we tell you we're not just sitting on a soapbox. And while we are attractive people, we're not here just to be cute. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, there I go. It was, it was getting rough, so I had to make a joke. But <laughs> so please mental physical get help yeah. be seen it's better to be proactive than reactive better yeah. to be safe than sorry and if you can't talk to some there's got to be somebody you talk to and reach out to us if you yeah. send if, us if a message if we have to send you resources and give you links we can do that yeah or if you if you just need somebody to listen reach out to us i mean we, we are definitely non-biased and we're here to help. Here's what I will say, and then we're going to, you know, end this because it's coming up on 35 minutes. But it's not a reset button. If you commit suicide, it's game over. It's not a reset button. It doesn't mean that, you know, hey, you're going to start again. No, it's game over. The, the thing is, stay in the fight. But, and what we'll do with that, and we might have to do another show on this because I, you know, I, I might tell the full testimony because I have no problem with it, but I do understand there are some that that will affect and there are some of us that once we have those thoughts, it's a constant battle. Mm -hmm. And like I said, in one of the previous podcasts and I was like, for me, I want the game to be over. I mm -hmm. was upset. God, why am I still here? So for some of us, that's the, that's the goal. Yeah, that's the goal at takes, that time. Yeah. Well, and and no, not and for for some of us, it's at that time, and for others like me, it's a constant it's battle. If it wasn't yeah. for my children, mm -hmm. there are many days I would have. I just don't want them to wake up to find my body, and so I want you to understand that we understand what some of you are going through right. on both sides mm -hmm. of the situation, mm -hmm. and. Again, with both sides of the bars, we got to look at individuals incarcerated. We know that they're affected in these same ways. You as family members and support systems, 
this is burdensome on you too and it's heart-wrenching, you might need somebody to talk to. Find someone that you can talk to and please invest your Chick-fil-A money, invest one, one blowout, one pedicure, and and go talk to somebody. And, 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 go ahead. And, and it may it may take more than one visit. Yes. Right. Yeah. And for those of those of you out there, family members, friends, co-workers, um, support these people. Okay? Because I think a lot of times when people come to us to as family members, friends, or whatever, co-workers, we know them, so we're quick to offer our advice mm. and judge and right. criticize this. So, and a lot of times, the the most important things people need is to be heard. Right. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? Just to be heard. I, I need somebody to hear me out. My husband doesn't listen to me. My wife doesn't hear me. I don't want to take this to my kids. I don't want to overburden them. This is not something I want to share at work. I just need to release yeah. and get this off of my chest. And there are several several different uh, factors that come into play, you know, and, and why we say seek help is because in a lot of cases, it's not as bad as it seems. Sometimes we make the situation a lot um, worse than it really is simply because of lack of understanding of how to align the dots to get ourselves back to a place where we can actually have our head above water. I'm, so, dis I'm disagreeing. Go ahead. I'm Because I was too. I was waiting. I'm about to be go ahead. Because I was, I was be like, mm. Because a lot of times, you know, Patrick, you said, you said a lot of times it's not that bad. And when people that, hear when, that. When you say that, I am so, yeah, yeah I'm done when, talking to you. And when, <laughs> when people hear that, it's like, Wow, you, you you're not hearing me. You're not well, hearing me because it's that bad to, to me. Right, right, right. But what I'm to saying, you. but I'm saying, you're not in that person's place in, to in, tell them in, it's in not their, that and, bad. And in their reality, but I'm not. That's why I said seek help. Right, but, 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 saying, but you made the comment. Statement. Right, you made the statement. You were like, but a lot of times you're making it worse in your head. No, 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 no. That's your true statement. Well, what we're, what we're saying... A therapist can analyze that well, and not, see we're, that. Right. That's what I'm saying. Seek help because a therapist can actually analyze your situation and help you connect the dots right. to how you can deal with those situations and not make it, you know, but overwhelming what, to you. But what, I'm, what we're saying is... In that person's reality. Oh, in their reality, right? yeah. It is that bad. It is that so, bad. So whenever they hear the statement, oh, it's not that bad. Or it's, you're making it worse. Right? It's That's that, just... It comes across as if, okay, it's crushing. wait a minute, you, you, you're calling me a liar or... Well, I'm you not. You, you don't even understand yeah. right. the, the situation. Right. And, to, and, and to them... Yeah, this is the worst. Yeah, it's, it that's is why I said seek help. Yeah. Don't seek me. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it is the worst thing. So they need someone yeah, to first hear them out to right. realize that seek professional. The, the place that they are in, they're saying, "Hey, I can't take this anymore. I'm 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 ready to check out, right. and I need you to understand that to me." This is my alternative. Right. I no longer want to deal with being a mom. Mm -hmm. 
right. a dad or, or, or another aunt. I don't want to resolve anything. And right? please don't tell me who all going to be upset that I'm gone. Because to me, when I was going through that, it was like, so again, it's not about me. It's about everybody else. Do you know how many people are going to miss you? I don't care <laughs> about other people. This is about me. So we get it. Know who you're talking to. That's another thing. Yeah. And be able to listen. Be able to listen. listen to know who you're talking to. So yeah, but I got certain family members. Get I get them too professional. But when you Help. go to vent, like like Luke was like, you might want to talk to friends. Yeah. You know which friends. Yeah. Do you know which one's gonna be extra Jesus? You know which one's gonna have the cliches. Yeah. The don't ones who don't be trying to give you advice. You know. Look at it. Look at it like this. Okay. There are some friends. You, if you got a plumbing issue, you're not going to call your friend because yes. they're not a plumber. Right. If you got a transmission um, problem, you're not going to go to your friend because he or she is not a mechanic. If your teeth, you got them buck teeth that reach far over your <laughs> bottom lip. Don't do me like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <All> right, <baby. laughs> I pay good money for these Invisalign. You're not going to go to your friends, okay? So what we're saying is and what Patrick is saying, go to the professional right. that yes. they are trained to address help. and right. to help. And sometimes we are not. We, we are not um, equipped to self-medicate. Right. Right. Jack Daniels is not equipped to self-medicate. <laughs> he does do wonders. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I mean, he, can, he, can, he can change a, a five at a cl in a club to an eight. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or make your vision make right. like a five look like an I eight. heard marijuana is calming. I'm just, I'm you just know, saying. Henny, I heard it. Henny yeah. can do once. And I agree with what they were saying. Because the statement I made was uh, opinionated yeah, on my side. You were trying to save right. you. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Salon, you no, no. Save yeah. Because I wasn't trying to give y'all any advice, to be honest. You know, they, I would just they, they was going to come after you over yeah, that yeah. <laughs> We got it. Yeah. Go but with what I said first. See? Professional help. Professional help. And and if you're the friend, yeah. just listen. Just listen. Just listen. Big and, and as much as you love Big Mama. Okay. And as much as you love Auntie. Because you yeah. know them. Right? And oh. your and, and your best girl. Right? Your ace bone cone. Mm. All right. The one that's going through the same thing you going oh, through. Oh my goodness. Misery Love Company. Mm -hmm. mm. Even though you love these people, you've known them for a long time, you trust them, they may not be the people that can solve the answer. Seek help. Ladies and gentlemen, boy, we, man, we done went a long time in this valuable discussion. This, yeah. was, this was good. This was good. And we, we thought you needed to hear it. We needed to hear it ourselves. But, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of another episode of Both Sides of the Bars. Bars.